Welcome to PR Say, the podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. On PR Say, we spotlight our talented members and get to know each other a little better. If you are a PRSA Houston chapter member and don't get a chance to network as much as you'd like or are unable to attend our in-person events, here's your chance to connect with your fellow members. Welcome to PR Say. This is the podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. And I'm your host, Veronica Sofer with Veronica V. Sofer Public Relations. And I have the honor to bring to you every week fantastic members of our great chapter so that we can learn and grow together and network and really build our community of communicators in the Houston area. Now, if you are listening on our podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of PRSA. And if you are watching on Facebook or on YouTube, drop some comments so my guest and I can connect with you and grow our network as well. So with that, let me go ahead and bring on our guest today. We have Cami Hoiza joining us. Did I say that right? You did. Thanks, Veronica. Great. Thank you so much. It's so important, right? Names are important and making sure we connect with folks is really important. So thank you for giving me the little tutorial because I love your name now. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely uh, unusual. I I married a Belgian, so it's a Belgian name. I love that. My main name was Watson. So like you, I think your main name is easier too, right? Yep. Yep. Garcia and Watson are really, really easy. How can you get more like plain vanilla than that? Absolutely. I'm with you. So Cammie, tell me a little bit about yourself and um, your involvement with PR, PRSA. Yeah. So I've been a member of PRSA since like, I don't know, the uh, the dinosaur age, maybe something like that. But 1994, I joined PRSA. My boss at the time just told me I needed to join this, this organization. And I went with him and then I got my APR um, a couple years after that. And so I've pretty much been a member forever. And so when I moved to the um, Houston area, of course, I joined the chapter right away. That's great. And tell us uh, where you work and the space that you're in, because I know you've got some really great insight that I think our members will enjoy talking about, especially when it comes to social media and community building. But tell us a little bit about where you spend your time. Sure. So I have an agency here in Houston called Soetica Media. And we have been in business for about 10 years. Before that, I was a consultant. So I've been kind of on the freelance consultant and agency path. Um, So we have a great team of six of us and love, love the Houston area and all of our clients. So we work with big clients, a large hospital system here in Houston that we do all of their social media management for them, as well as um, tourism. And we also do um, some service-based businesses. So that's kind of what we do. And then I also started the Houston Social Media Breakfast about um, 10, or actually 11 years ago now. <laughs> Gosh, the time keeps going by. Yeah. And um, that's been a really great organization where we've been able to meet once a month for all these years and just connect on like how to keep up to date on social media, how to stay on the cutting edge, um, all of that kind of stuff. So it's been a great journey with that community as well. Yeah. And social media has changed drastically. I mean, I think even since the pandemic, um, everything has changed so rapidly. So I love that you have built in a network to stay in touch. Yeah, it has changed drastically. And I've been in it long enough because I did my first social media campaign in 2007. So it has changed amazing. I mean, all that was back then was blogs, right? You did blogs. And then I was like all nervous because they added like Twitter. And I was like, how am I going to do a blog and Twitter? 
little did I know that <laughs> it would become a lot more than that, right? That's so true. And with that changing um, of technology, there's a changing of the demographics too, right? Yeah. And so you've got to adjust on all fronts. Yeah, you do. And it's been that way, by the way, I've been through a couple of cycles of this. So this is not like surprising to me. So that's the interesting part. It feels very surprising right now, but it's, we've been through this several times, you know, there was right. a time when Twitter was like all the rage for the young people. And then it was only for old people. And now Facebook's only for old people. And, you know, TikTok is for the young people and Instagram is sort of for the middle at this moment. So you kind of keep in touch with the, where the demographics shift. And what I say is that, you know, no matter how, one thing is certain, all things will change yeah. on social media. But the one thing that does not change is your community's w willingness and want to network with each other. Yeah. That's the only thing that never changes. So you have to know where your community is and follow them wherever they go. Even if you kind of hate it for a little while, just follow them wherever they go and you will actually be really successful at it. Yeah. And so we talked a little bit about this idea of community building and what that mm -hmm. means in the social media space. Uh, for those of us that don't actually do it, but we maybe have other folks that do it for us, tell us a little bit about that concept, some of the foundational beliefs about it, because it's really fascinating. I think once people get their mind wrapped around it, it can grow their brand and ultimately grow their business in a way that it, you, they haven't seen before. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I really agree with you 100%. Because here's the thing, we often think of social media, especially when you go from the brand side. So when we approach, think about it as a person, mm -hmm. when you approach your social media channels, how do you do that? You're going there to stay in touch with friends, um, connect with family or be annoyed by them or whatever it is, right? So you're you're kind of, you're on there for your personal gain, right? And that is what everyone is on there for is for their personal gain. So why would they want to connect with a brand? Mm -hmm. That's the question. And so as a, a public relations practitioner, and I think we're, we should be great at this because we're community builders at heart. Um, marketing is a little bit tougher because they've learned, you know, dollars and cents and how to like, you know, and all of that. So there, I think that the marketing and the PR have to come together and, and kind of work together to make it happen. Um, so really in the end of the day, you have to be thinking about why would a person want to connect with your brand? Well, only because you're a person. That's the only reason they're going to want to connect with you. So you have to think about it that way instead of like as a, a way to disseminate your information. We talk about that, right? right. <laughs> That's the wrong plan. I mean, you do have to put the stuff out there. And I know there's a lot of stress and pressure to get results from your social media efforts, especially from C-suite or that mm -hmm. kind of thing. We work with C-suite, so we know. Um, but what we have found is that by building it on the community basis, like I'm here to serve you, how can I help you? That is where it changes. It changes mm -hmm. your social media completely. PR Say is brought to you by Veronica V. Soper Public Relations. We design and execute personal visibility strategies for businesses, organizations, authors, and entrepreneurs who are ready to up-level their brands and leverage earned media to legitimize their place in the niche. Visit us at veronicavsofer.com or connect on LinkedIn. So give me an example of that, because I, I think that's true, especially, so take healthcare, for example. Um, what does that look like in the healthcare space? We're trying to be of service. We're trying to bring you value. Right. What does that technically look like on a screen or on your phone? 
That's a really great question. Yeah. So first of all, you do want to put out great content, content that people need in order to stay healthy, um, you know, find the right um, doctors, you know, I'm talking about healthcare specifically now, all of that. So you want to put that content out, but then once you put it out there, you then need to go in and interact with people. And, uh-huh. you know, it, and, and sometimes it's not positive, <laughs> you know, and there's a lot of complaints, you know, there's issues because think about it whenever you're sick or have any kind of issues, that's exactly when you're going to be the most negative in your right. life. Right. You know, so a lot of times you want to be happy and cheery and put out like great news about how you can like lower your blood cholesterol. And what they really want to talk about is I couldn't get into, it took me 30 minutes to see my doctor, whatever. So you have to think of it as a customer service channel as much as anything else. And so, and also a crisis communication channel, um, especially in the times that we're in, in healthcare. So you have to be able to handle those things, bring people into a space where you can actually help them because you can't help them directly on a Facebook page. I mean, you just can't. There's HIPAA laws. There's all kinds of issues around that. So healthcare is really specific, but I've done it for SeaWorld too, which is much more B2C, right? And so in that case, you know, you're working with people on how to find, how, how to have a great vacation. They can't find something, you help them find it. You know, you are open to that. And once they see that you're answering, then it builds upon itself. You know, they yeah. start to do it, but it does take resources, money, time. I mean, that's why we have a business, right? Because we do this and we do it very well for, mm-hmm. for brands. Yeah. I love that because I think some people are really naturally, um, challenged with engaging authentically. I mean, you used that word at the very beginning and that's exactly right. You have to show up authentically. And so you have to have a team of people who want to show up authentically in this space and are comfortable with that, with that uh, modality. So I think you're right on the money. It's like any job, right? Um, You have to have the right people on the bus and the right spots and the right seats on the bus. Right. And that I think is really, really critical with social media it is not just a, a and I, we've all heard this, it's not just a blasting channel, you know, like for your messages. Yeah. It really is about how do you build a, a group of loyal fans around your brand yeah. that keep coming to you because they know you have the answer. Yeah, exactly. No, I love that. And that's a great question to ponder. Um, how can people connect with you and continue this conversation? Um, because I know, um, sometimes it's hard to get to our in-person networking events, but if people want to continue this great conversation with you, how can they connect? Yeah, I would love it. So LinkedIn is a really great place right now. If you have not been on LinkedIn lately, yeah, come on in. It's great right now. Um, right now it's had a renaissance of sorts for people of our, you know, area, not a lot mm-hmm. of kids and stuff, but it's definitely doing a really great job for business. So you can get me there at Cami Huiza. Um, I think you'll put a link in the, in the show notes, yes, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then also, of course, anytime you want to come to social media breakfast of Houston, you can do that as well. Um, you can go to smbhou.com, smbhou.com. And I'd love to talk to you about community building for your brand. So let me know what you're thinking. I am actually working with a lot. This is a crazy thing that happened in COVID for me, but I'm working a lot with um, other um, social media and PR and marketing practitioners to help them build their own brand um, during this time because we are terrible at building our own brand. Yes. We can talk about it. We're we're hype machines for everyone, but, but ourselves, right? So true. So And I know that's another thing, but that's smart social secrets. And actually I'm going to, I would say start smart social mastery right now, because I've got a cool little gift there. If you want to go there, smartsocialmastery.com. 
That's great. And I'll make sure to put that in the show notes as well. So thank you so much for your time, Cammie. It was great chatting. Oh, it's so fun to meet you. All right, guys, if you want to connect with Cammie, make sure you connect with her on LinkedIn. She's got some great resources for you and she knows what she's talking about. So if you're looking for community building and social media connections, she is your gal. All right, guys, if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of PRSA. If you are watching on Facebook or on our YouTube channel, drop us some comments so Cammie and I can go back and connect with you because that's what this show is all about. Here at PRSA, we want the Houston chapter members to connect and to grow their network so we can all expand our business reach and really, really, really share our talents and skills as communicators. I'm your host, Veronica V. Soper with Veronica V. Soper Public Relations, and I look forward to connecting with you in person at one of our future PRSA Houston chapter events.